Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Wednesday. Well, look, you're watching this on Wednesday or listening to it, of course, on Wednesday. I'm recording it on Tuesday night, I think. Just, yeah, just still Tuesday night here in the UK. Uh, I am out today on the Wednesday. It's half term. I'm taking my kids out. Uh, so I had to record this on Tuesday night, reacting to Arsenal's excellent win in the Champions League away at Sevilla. 2-1 they won over in Spain. So I'm going to spend today's episode discussing that, giving my immediate reaction. Of course, remember, this is literally immediate reaction um, to the game and what Mikel Arteta has had to say afterwards. It's not that I'm recording it on Wednesday, so I haven't had too much time to put it together, but still wanted to record something. So you had a had a usual episode to watch or listen to today. Because look, it was a really big win for Arsenal. Um, it was nervy at the end. We'll get to that. But it was a really big win. You know, going to Sevilla is not an easy thing to do, especially in European football. We know the success that they've had um, and it's a tough place to go. Given Arsenal went into it on the back of that defeat at Lons last time out as well. It was a really big game, this one. Arsenal knew they had to get something from it. I think they would have been fairly settled with a point, fairly happy with a point. But to come away with three, they will be absolutely delighted and I think they deserved it. They had to survive a little bit of a nervy patch towards the end. But on the whole, I thought they were a better team. I thought they had the outstanding players on the night. And they got a very, very valuable 2-1 win, which sees them take control of the group at the halfway stage. They're sitting top of the group now with six points from a possible nine. Lons just behind them on five. But if Arsenal now, who have back-to-back home games coming up, they can win those games and they're going to be, you know, 
done and dusted and sailed through to the group uh, to the knockout stages and that is exactly what you want and you know the big players needed to step up for them in games like this and the big players did step up and especially Gabriel Jesus who was absolutely fantastic the match winner two moments of absolute world-class striker play that decided the game. The first, the brilliant assist for Gabriel Martinelli. The second, a brilliant goal to make it 2-0. Top, top quality from Gabriel Jesus. There's been lots of talk this season uh, about Gabriel Jesus, about whether Arsenal to go to the next Neville need to bring in another number nine, a guaranteed 25 goals a season, man, which to be fair, I don't really think absolutely exists if you're not, if you're basically take Erling Haaland and, you know, Killian Mbappe and Harry Kane out the equation. There's not many who you would absolutely guarantee to get 25 goals in the Premier League. Um, but, the, you know, there's been lots of talk about that, about Gabriel Jesus and performances like this is why Arsenal wanted him, why Mikel Arteta was desperate to sign him. And, you know, just remind us of those performances he put in as soon as he signed for Arsenal last season when he was absolutely electric before the, um, before the injury. And he was brilliant last night. The turn... And the through ball to set up the goal for Gabriel Martinelli. I think that was my favourite part of the night was that. The goal was brilliant. His goal himself itself was brilliant. The second goal. But the turn, the touch, the turn and the through ball for Martinelli's goal was just absolutely fantastic. And I thought Martinelli took that goal really well as well. Considering he missed that chance early on in the game when he went through one and one and keeper saved it. You know, he had a long time to think about that after getting on to Gabriel Jesus' through ball. And I'm sure that miss was probably going through his mind as he sort of bore down on the goalkeeper but he showed real composure to take it around the keeper to score and um just before half time send Arsenal into half time with a lead and you know I think going into half time with something to protect was a big big thing it would have given Arsenal a boost for Martinelli itself you know fantastic he's missed the first couple of games in the Champions League before because of injury and he would be really disappointed with that this is his first Champions League start for Arsenal and he marked it with a goal um and a very very good goal at that and um yeah fair play to him but Gabriel Jesus's goal to make it 2-0 just after half time absolute quality Declan Rice driving forward plays the ball out to the left it looked like Jesus was just going to cut inside and whip a ball in maybe to the back post to try and find Bakaya Saka someone like that but instead he just bent his finish right into the far top corner it was a wonderful wonderful goal um and you know absolutely what he deserved and made it 2-0 and he thought at that point easy win for Arsenal but oh no, it wasn't going to pan out like that because the second half ended up being a bit crazy. Sevilla got their goal back straight pretty much, what, three minutes after Gabriel Jesus scored, I think it was, or four minutes after Gabriel Jesus scored. Really soft marking, actually, from Gabriel Jesus. Why he was there marking the man from a corner, you know, probably should have needed a bigger guy in that to deal with that threat at the near post. But Sevilla guy left un unmarked, heads it home 2-1 and suddenly a game which Arsenal were cruising became a little bit hectic. They got through in the end. You look at the stats from the game. Arsenal had more shots, more shots on target. Sevilla had more of the ball as Arsenal sort of dropped deep and let them have it. Um, it was a really tight game. You know, it was decided by quality, quality moments and um, Sevilla did push forward towards the end. There was one moment when right at the end, actually, it was an injury time, wasn't it? I think pretty much an injury time when David Raya came from across. I thought David Raya, there were some good moments and there were some bad moments. There was obviously a couple of passes in the first half that almost got Arsenal into trouble. But aside from that, I thought he actually had a really good game. And I thought every time the ball came into his 
penalty area. He, he was really commanding. He dealt with it very, very well. He punched well. He caught well. And then suddenly, right at the last minute, just as I'd started writing on my player ratings, how commanding he'd been in that penalty area, he came out for a cross, went to punch it, got it all wrong. The ball went backwards and it looked for a second like it was going to drop in for a really dreadful own goal. But thankfully, it just dropped over the bar and onto the roof of the net. Had that gone in, I think the narrative would have been unbearable of uh, Raya and Ramsdale and all that. Again, it didn't, luckily for Arsenal um, and luckily for David Raya as well, because I think the reaction would have been pretty brutal. But I had to say, I thought up to that point, he'd actually had a really decent game, um, David Raya. And I thought he he was a real commanding presence in the penalty area. He made one really good save that was actually offside. He tipped a shot onto the bar, it was actually offside. and yeah, it was a shame that that happened because I think there's going to be a lot of focus on that and maybe that will be playing on his mind as well, the fact that that did happen. But I think on the whole, it was actually a decent performance from him. Um, and I'll talk uh, about all that in, in player ratings in a minute, and I'll, which I will go through. Uh, but in the end, Arsenal held on and they got the win. And, um, you know, it was really pleasing for Mikel Arteta. He was delighted at the end. You could see what it meant to him. He said, look, I'm very happy, obviously, to win here. There's not many teams that have won here in the last 10 years in Europe, and we've done it. And I really liked the way the team played, especially in the first 60 to 65 minutes, because we played the game that we wanted. After going 2-0, we should have scored the third. We had openings to score it. We didn't. And in one corner, the first action, they had something. They scored. From there, they have the experience. They have a lot of presence and they had a lot of belief that they could get something in the game and we could see that. He was asked about the sort of the maturity that the team showed to see the game out. In the end, he said it's about experiences and learning from those experiences. And when you lose something, you learn much more than when you win. It was a very different team that we played against. We had moments that we were very dominant. dominant, And today, again, we had to suffer. And it's necessary to suffer when you have to win here to win a game. Um, so, yeah, he was very, very happy, as you can imagine, with the result. Like I said, it's a result that puts Arsenal top of the table going into the halfway stage ahead of these two upcoming back-to-back games. So they are now in a very, very strong position when it comes to the Champions League. One downside, quite a big downside, was Gabriel Jesus. After doing all the brilliant stuff that he did during the game, he, of course, limped off after holding the back of his leg, you know, a hamstring injury. Um, There's a little bit of difference in reaction immediate post-game from the manager and from the player. Mikel Arteta speaking about it. He said he felt something in his hamstring. We have to wait and see. Uh, He said it's not good news. I think I've got the quote here. Actually, he said uh, straight away he asked to be sub, which is not good news because he's not a player that does that. We'll have to wait and see in the next few days. So that was a little bit worrying. Um, He also said that you need magic moments in big games and big players to step in and create those moments. And today he has done something special, talking about the performance itself. Um, But then Gabriel Jesus, after Mikel Arteta had been on TV and done that interview, Jesus did an interview with TNT Sports. And that was a lot more positive with what he said. He said, I felt something, but let's see. I did some tests with the physio afterwards and it looks not that big. I have a scan maybe tomorrow. I'm pretty sure it will be nothing. Now, fingers crossed, that is the case and it is nothing because with Gabriel Jesus, what he showed in that game against Sevilla, that's what he brings to this team when he's on it and he was on it last night and he's been on it in all three Champions League games so far. He scored three and three in the Champions League. He loves this competition. He's got, a, I think he's got a better strike rate than one in two in this competition with Arsenal and Manchester City. And 
when he's on form and when he's fully fit and he's buzzing around and he's just showing the sort of quality that he showed last night, he's so important to this Arsenal team. He makes them tick. And um, if it would be, it'd just be such a blow if he was suddenly to be out, even if it was just for two or three weeks. You know, he needs to get into this rhythm. He needs to keep playing. He hasn't had that yet this season. And he's just as he's beginning to show signs of being right there, to be right at his best. If he was out for two or three weeks, that would be a real blow. So fingers crossed this scan that he's going to have now, is going to show nothing too serious. And if he's out for this weekend, you know, that's bearable. Um, Arsenal then go to West Ham in the Carabao Cup in midweek next week, which is a game he probably might not have started anyway. But hopefully, if he does miss this week in the Premier League or this weekend in the Premier League, he'll be back the following weekend. So fingers crossed when it comes to Gabriel Jesus. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Okay, player ratings-wise, um, I think there was a lot of really good performances. I think there was a few standout performances. I gave you to Gabriel Jesus, my man of the match, but I thought there was a few standout performances. I gave David Raya a five. So now thinking about, I feel it's almost a little bit harsh, but there were a few errors. Like I said, there was in, in the first half, he was a bit nervy with the ball at his feet. There was a couple of passes out that almost played the team into trouble. Then I thought he really grew into the game and he commanded his box very, very well. But then obviously he had that really poor error right at the end, which almost cost Arsenal. Thankfully, it didn't. So I did actually give him a six. And then right at the end, when he made that error that almost went in, I dropped it down to a five. So I think maybe a 5.5 would be more, more, but I gave him a five. But let me know if you think that's a little bit harsh or not. Ben White, I thought he was more reserved than normal going forward. You didn't see him getting up and getting the overlap as much as he normally does, but it was a very solid defensive performance from Ben White. So I gave him a seven. William Saliba and Gabriel, I thought they were both very, very calm. As always, I thought it was really good partnership from the pair of them. Just bring into the team what they always bring to the team. They didn't really give Sevilla's forwards much joy at all. I gave both of those to a seven. I gave Tommy Asu an eight. I thought Tommy Asu was right up there with the best performers on the pitch. Started the game instead of Zinchenko, which... Didn't surprise me. I predicted that would happen yesterday. And I thought he was really, really good. He got forward a lot more than we used to. He really seemed to sort of revel in playing that inverted left-back role. He was in, bombing forward, getting in midfield, constantly being a sort of the extra man in midfield. What we see, we see with Zinchenko, but we don't often see it with Tommy Asu when he plays at left-back. But he did it and he did it very well. And defensively, I thought in the final sort of 20 minutes when Sevilla pressed forward, he was there making some really big challenges, making some big clearances with his head. I thought it was a really good performance from Tommy Asu, so I gave him an eight. Jorginho, steady enough, kept the ball moving. Nothing majorly spectacular. He was in the team. Thomas Party wasn't because of an injury, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Um, but I thought it was decent enough. Jorginho gave him a six. Declan Rice, I gave an eight. It was so impressive again, especially in that second half as the game wore on, as Sevilla were pressing forward. The amount of times he won the ball back, he eased the pressure on the back line and then he drove the ball forward as well. He just never has a bad game, Declan Rice. Just a fantastic, fantastic player. So I gave him an eight. Odegaard, poor, just wasn't in the game. He had a really bad miss early in the second half when he should have made it 2-0, put it over. And I thought that summed up his night. He's not in the best of form at the moment, Martin Odegaard, which is a little bit of a concern. But 
this is a player that I fully expect to get back to form pretty, pretty soon. I'm not desperately worried about it, but you want to see him. He need, I think he needs a decent game pretty soon, Odor, just to get himself out of this little rut that he seems to be in. Bukaya Saka as well, didn't really get any joy down the right-hand side all night. Got a fair few kicks as well, which is the norm now, but I gave him a five as well. Um, Jesus, my man of match, I gave him an eight. Could easily be in a nine. Probably should have been a nine. Um, uh, it was just those two moments that absolutely, in fact, I'm going to give him a nine. <laughs> those two moments of absolute quality. Um, just so, so good. What a player he is when he's on song. What a player he is. So, yeah, man, man of the match for me, Gabriel He's nine. Martinelli, I gave a seven. I thought he worked so, so hard. I thought he took his goal very, very well and, um, you know, didn't stop working all night and caused severe all sorts of problems. Well, Saka was quiet on one side. I thought Martinelli was very, very good on the other. So, I gave him a seven, but easily could have been an eight. In terms of the subs who came on, Havertz came on, Trossard came on, and Ketia and Kivio. The last three came on very, very late. Havertz came on a bit earlier than the rest. Couldn't really influence the game at that point, though, because severe were pretty dominant and were piling forward as much as they could. And so the game was kind of bypassing Havertz a little bit. But uh, So I gave them a five. But you know, the other three I didn't even mark because they came on right at the end, including Kivior. But those are my player ratings. Let me know, as always. I'm sure most of you will disagree with them because you tend to. <laughs> and uh, But uh, please do let me know what you think in the comments below. Okay, before I wrap this up today, yes, yeah, shame about Thomas Party. Obviously, I was predicting he was going to be in the start and 11, didn't happen. Uh, Jorginho in there again. He trained yesterday, or he trained on Tuesday, Monday, sorry, before the team flew out. And in that training session, Mikel Arteta revealed before the match that he picked up a muscle injury. Arsenal announcing that as well on their social media channels. And Arteta, speaking to TNT Sports before the game, said that it was a muscle injury um, and that it was going to be, and it was a big blow. We don't know yet how long Thomas Partey's going to be out for. Um, someone quite close to Thomas Party said, described it to me as a slight muscle injury, but the fact it's another muscle injury is a big, big worry. He didn't even play against Chelsea. He had all those, you know, just come back from the injury, played a few minutes against Man City, then went away with Ghana for the international break, all the way to the States. He played a couple of games, flew back just before the City game. Arsenal left him out against City. I wasn't surprised. I thought they probably would to try and make sure he's fit, but now he's picked up another injury in training. It is a worry. It is a recurring theme when it comes to Thomas Partey. Hopefully it's not going to be a bad one and it is just more of a precaution. We'll have to wait and see on that, but um, you'd imagine that he's probably not going to be available at least for this weekend, possibly the West Ham game as well. So um, Mikel will be speaking in the next couple of days at his press conference ahead of the game at the weekend. We'll probably get a little bit more of an update on exactly where Thomas Partey's fitnesses so that was a little bit disappointing the injury to Gabriel Jesus was a little bit disappointing but on the whole this has been a really good night for Arsenal they got the win that they needed they're in command when it comes with to the Champions League group now and they can look forward to the Premier League game this weekend knowing that they've got themselves a very very good away win thank you very much for watching everyone or listening like I said if there's anything you agree with disagree with any Arsenal opinions you want to share please do let me know in the comments below myself and James Benz will be getting together tomorrow Thursday for our Inside Arsenal extra time a little bit later on this week than normal, but we will be getting together tomorrow. So if you've got any questions you want answered or discussed in that episode of Inside Arsenal extra time, please do let me know by leaving some comments below and we'll put them together and discuss a few of them. Thank you, everyone. Have a very good Wednesday. I'll speak to you soon.